Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Depending on your time zone and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian, Protestant, Internet, Bible based church in Jesus' name. Amen. And praise the Lord for each of you. We're so glad that you could come up tonight and join us and share in the word of God and fellowship with the saints of God. And we're going to all hear what God wants to talk to us about because God is in the business of setting the captives free. Amen? He's in the business of setting the captives free. You know, if you had gone through the things that Jesus went through, the kind of life that he had in a little over 30 years, and you gave your life on the cross for everyone, you would want people to give more serious heed to what you have to say. Amen? And I would expect that you would feel that way. Well, Jesus feels that way. When he has something to say, he wants everybody to listen. And so we appreciate you coming up and giving your undivided attention to the word of God as it goes forth under God's spirit. Amen? And we appreciate your financial support and blessings, your encouragement. The encouragements are very nice. Thank you so very much. And all the other blessings that you are, your prayer support, that we do value. Thank you very much. We thank you, and we ask that you continue to support us in all of the ways that you have done. It's truly encouraging It helps us to keep going, and we love you for it. Amen? And the Lord blesses you for being a blessing to us. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we want you to enjoy this season. Sunday will be what Christians refer to as Resurrection Sunday. This is the time that Christians worldwide have decided to celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is the zenith of our year, if we could say that we have one, because truly you can celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ every day. We celebrate it every time we come together in Holy Communion. And we would encourage you to celebrate it as much as you desire. Amen? He said, as often. So don't just say, okay, this comes once a year. 
Once a year we can celebrate what Jesus did for us. No, you can celebrate what Jesus did for us every single day and let it bless your life, especially in times when things are not as pleasant as you would desire, in times when people betray you and stab you in the back and talk about you and call you every name but a child of God. Anytime you're under persecution or being attacked by oppression, celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ because, you see, we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. We're overcomers here. We don't lay down and let the devil just roll over us. Sometimes we're not paying attention, but we don't just voluntarily lay down and say, okay, I'm not going to do anything at all and just let the devil roll right over us. No, we don't do it that way here. We know that Jesus has provided for us the armor of God. We wear it all the time. We know that he's taught us and is still teaching us how to fight the good fight of faith, and we're busy at it. Amen? We give ourselves to it. Amen? It doesn't matter what circumstance comes across our path. We're not going to get off our target. We're going to do what Jesus said. We're going to occupy till he comes. So, if you always, if you always lay down and let the devil just roll right over you, he's going to keep doing it. He isn't going to ever stop. Amen? He isn't ever going to stop. If you keep caving in to the same temptation over and over and over and over and over and over again, he's going to keep bringing it to you over and over and over again. So we are learning to recognize Satan and his devices. And we're not going to let the devil do the same old things to us every single time. And get away with it every single time. We're not going for the okey-doke every time, okay? We're just not doing that. We're going to stand in the power of God. We're going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we're going to stand up against the wiles and strategies and schemes of the devil. We're not going to let him run all over us like he's done in the past. Some of you, before you came to this ministry, the devil made complete havoc of your life. He made you to try to look like the most foolish Christian that ever existed. But now you've learned some things. Now you know what to do. Now you know how to fight. Well, fight on. Don't quit. Don't get tired. Don't just sit down. Fight on. Keep fighting. Because the more you do, the better you get. Amen? Practice your faith. Practice your faith. Don't let the devil just roll all over you like a steamroller. No. Jesus shed his blood so that you can tell the devil that you st- you're stopping that. You're binding him. You're doing all the things that we teach you to do. And he's not going to ever get away with that again. He ought to know that he can't get away with it again. 
And when you develop that attitude of devil, you're not going to do that to me again. You're never going to do that to me again. You're never going to get away with it again. Then you'll find that you're becoming a stronger Christian. Amen? Tell the devil that he's never going to get away with that again. Not ever again. Not ever again. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I want to, um, even before uh, we experience together as a church family Resurrection Sunday, I want to bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? I release the blessing of the Lord before the day arrives. Celebrate it. Amen? So this is what the church world calls Good Friday. Good Friday was the day that they nailed Jesus Christ to the cross and he gave his life on behalf of all of us, that we might walk free from sin, free from sin, free from the power of the devil, that we might have the opportunity for reconciliation with our Heavenly Father, that we might be healed. He wants us healed. He died so that we could be healed, completely healed, that we could walk in the newness of life with wholeness. Amen? He died to put an end to the works of the devil. He died for all of our sins, all of our trespasses, all of our iniquities, all of our generational sins. He died for every curse. He became a curse for us. And this is the day that we commemorate and celebrate his victory. He took back the keys of death and hell. He set the captives in paradise free. He preached the gospel to them as he had preached to those who were already on the earth. He walked in the freedom of the power of the resurrection. So we have hope of being resurrected too. Amen? We have hope of being resurrected too. His body was transformed into a spiritual body. So we know that our bodies are going to be transformed too. How do we know? He already showed us. How do we know we can be raised from the dead? He called Lazarus out of the grave, did he not? Amen? So we have a brand new start, a brand new life. We are new creatures in Jesus Christ. If you've messed up every single day until now, you can start again with the Lord right now. You can start afresh. You don't have to be trapped in the mistakes and trespasses and sins and guilt and condemnation of the past. Your sin can be removed away from you 
as far as east is from west. You've got a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit. So if you don't think that's enough to celebrate, I sure do. I surely do. I think it's a great place for the saints to praise the Lord. Amen? So let us, let us together as the body of Christ, as the fellowship of this church, praise the Lord every day for this opportunity that his blood gave us. It is the most precious opportunity that we will ever have. Let's not waste it. Let's make the very most of it. Amen? Let's not waste it. Let's not waste a moment of it. Let us put away all the things that displease the Lord, and let us join in with him. Amen? Join in with him in the love of God. Receive the inheritance from our Heavenly Father that Jesus opened the way for and allow him to change your life. Let our Jesus change your life. Amen? Amen. Pastor loves you. Praise the Lord. So I think I have something to say. Yes, I do. Even before we pray, our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 35. Our verse for meditation comes from the book of Jude, verses 20 through 21. And our featured e-book is Binding and Caging Demons. Now, if you have not read that book, it's high time you did. Amen? It's high time you did. Praise the Lord. It's high time you did. So, saints, it's time to go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen? He's such a good God. He blesses us continually. His favor is upon our lives. Amen? Amen. You know, some of you bind devils just because we tell you to do it. Well, if you read that book, Binding Demons, then you'll find out more about it, and it'll sink deeper in your spirit, and you'll have more assurance when you do it. You'll have more confidence and more strength flowing through you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our God is good, and he's good all the time. You know the Lord has blessed his people with favor. He gives us favor when we come before others and we need mercy. He releases his favor over those whose hearts are right toward him. Amen? So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you profusely for the blood. 
We want to thank you for every blessing, every opportunity, every privilege, every inheritance that we have received because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of the giving of his life, the humbling of his soul. We've been studying, Lord, all that you went through as it's described in Isaiah chapter 53, and we want to thank you. We want to thank you for your willingness. We want to thank you for your submission to the Father. We want to thank you for your humility. We want to thank you for your faithfulness. We want to thank you for your complete, unswerving obedience. We want to thank you for it all. We want to thank you for the drops of blood that you shed in Gethsemane as you prayed and prayed and prayed without ceasing, we want to thank you for your intercession for us. We want to thank you even for your present intercession for us. We could not survive without it. We are dependent upon it. And we want to thank you for favor with others. We want to thank you that on the road to the cross, On the way to Calvary, you never turned back, you never looked back, you never went back. And Lord, neither should we. We shouldn't look back, we shouldn't turn back, and we shouldn't go back. Help us to be strong, Lord. You face that temptation. You set your face like a flint. And you walk through every single thing that you had to walk through to do what our Father called you to do. Help us, Lord, to be like you. Help us not to give up. Help us not to cave in. Help us not to think, oh, it was better back then. No, it wasn't. We're stronger now. We know you better now. We're growing in love. It's better now. No matter what the circumstances look like, the circumstances are not our final outcome. The circumstances are temporary, and they're passing away. We want to thank you, Lord, for every grace that you've extended to us. We want to thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your warring angels. We want to thank you for the praising angels. We want to thank you for your ministering spirits. We want to thank you for your very presence in our midst. Your very presence in our midst. Father, you make your face to shine upon us and enlighten us. And you are gracious and kind and merciful in giving favor to us. We are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. We want to thank you, Father, for bestowing your favor upon us because we are seekers in your kingdom and we are seekers of your righteousness. We are diligently seeking good. We are being a blessing 
to all of those that you have called us to bless. Your grace, your favor is with us because we love the Lord Jesus with all of our hearts. Father, thank you for extending favor, honor, and love to us and allowing your love to flow in our hearts. You are pouring out upon us your spirit of favor. You are causing your righteousness to be seen upon us. You are crowning us with glory and honor because we're your children. We are your workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. We are successful because you have caused us to be so. We are growing in you, and we're growing strong in your spirit. We thank you, Father, for giving us knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. We thank you for blessing us with favor, compassion, and loving kindness with all of those who look upon us and look upon our paperwork and look upon whatever it is that pertains to our lives. We are filled to the fullness with you, Father. We are becoming rooted and grounded in your love. We thank you that in our lives you are doing exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to your mighty power that's working in us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you, Father, that we are increasing in favor with you and with man. And we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We trust you, Lord. And we bless the name of Jesus Christ. We bless the name of Jesus. So, Father, as we come before you, we take authority, dominion, and power over spirits that have attacked us, spirits that have attacked us during this fast, spirits that attacked us before the fast began. Devil, you won't get away with that again in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of fear and every spirit of heaviness in Jesus' name. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his kingdom, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. 
We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in it in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, listening, reporting, watching, peace, whisperers, familiar demons, every devil that's been on our rooftop in Jesus' holy name, all electronic and digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks, magnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We break the power of the mind control by the occult in Jesus' holy name. Mind control when we come to electronic and technological devices. Mind control through the airways. Mind control transferring to us through others around us whose minds are controlled by the devil. Mind control through the cell phones, through the computers, through the televisions, through movies, through all media. Mind control through the culture. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind it. We, it shall not have dominion over us in Jesus' name. All Leviathan spirits, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ in your attacks. We send your attacks back to you. Kundalini spirits in their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks. We return your attacks back on your own heads in the name of Jesus Christ. Devils in their attacks. Masturbation is a sex devil, and it attacks human beings. Resist in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all kundalini spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, Sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all chemical dependency devils and their attacks, all diabetes attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot have dominion over us in Jesus' name. We will not allow you to, to run all over us like a steamroller in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all passive devils and their attacks. We will not be passive. We will be assertive and aggressive against the works of the devil in Jesus' name. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in Jesus' name. All sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing spirits, whoredom spirits and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer, and their attacks. The Havana Syndrome, brain changes, all remote viewing. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ 
and we blind you. And we blind you in the name of Jesus. We put out your computer in Jesus' name. We put out your computer in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid it to function. We ask you, Father, to release your angels to attack their computers in Jesus' name. For no attack from your throne ever failed. We bind all targeted radio frequencies. All frequencies through witchcraft, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you back where you came from. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return them to his head in the name of Jesus. We bind all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, EMF attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, all microwave attacks, 5G attacks, satellite, cell tower attacks, all EMF attacks. We bind you and we send you back in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order, type, rank of magic and mystic arts, all Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, European, indigenous persons, native persons, Caribbean, Latin, North and South American, Asian, and anywhere else, even beneath the sea, we bind all of your wicked works, and we return them on your own head in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all black and white magic in Jesus' name, and we return it to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity, and refusal to wait on the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all witchcraft being sent against any member of this ministry in Jesus' name, and we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, Spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, 
and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, attack, reproach, undermine, and despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, blowbacks, vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, all astral projections, sending demons to work against us and against all that pertaineth to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who have gone underneath the sea to purchase wickedness against us in the name of Jesus Christ, we break the power of the purchase price. And we declare that the blood of Jesus speaks for us. We declare that the blood of Jesus speaks for us. Whatever they did underneath the sea, Lord, it is returned from whence it came according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind all false religions, spirits and works of the oppressors, numerology, horoscopes, the spirit and the children of disobedience, make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, Antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices. We bind all lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonitions, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist. Air travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. And we bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom in Jesus' holy name. We bind all human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every human sacrifice through abortion in Jesus' holy name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, 
fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and returns their afflictions. Oh, ungodly gifts ungodly gifts and return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce them and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we thank you, Thessalonians 1.6, and applying it to all those who trouble us in Jesus' name. Those who track us, those who, uh, who spy on us, even using vehicles, showing up wherever we are letting us know that they are still there. We put them all, each each one of them, into the hands of God the Holy Spirit. We bind their mission. We bind their works. We bind their evil. We bind their wickedness. And we put them in the hands of God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' holy name, we want to thank you for that, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We pray, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those, Father, who are being persecuted in any way in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us, Father. Thank you very much. 
We want to thank you. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the spirit from all demonic entities that have followed us or attached themselves to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover our vehicles, the road we travel, with the blood of Jesus. And we want to thank you, Father, for that you've already dispatched angels ahead of us to protect us, Lord. We want to thank you for that. We take authority, dominion, and power over every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, all voodoo, witchcraft, and curses. Pull that thing out in the name of Jesus Christ. Pull it out. Wherever it is, you can feel it there. Pull it out in Jesus' name. And we send it back wherever it came from in Jesus' name. Just release it out of your hand and let it go back wherever it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We return all evil being sent in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and garlands and soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consent, vows, pledges, pacts, and all other forms of agreement and uh, with the demonic realm, all ties, all serpents that have come to attach themselves to our bodies with the sword of the spirit. We pierce them through, cut off their heads, and fling them back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We fling them back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We break down and pull down and destroy all walls of protection, all protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and all such persons in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We break the power of the all curses because Jesus became a curse for us. All love spells, vexes, hexes, Esha. We break the power of our affection for that that we should have no affection for. We break the power, in Jesus' name, of affections that we have for things, persons, occasions, events, situations, and whatever it may be that we should have no affections for in the name of Jesus Christ. We loose their bands from us in the name of Jesus Christ. We loose ourselves from their seduction. We loose ourselves from their attraction. We loose ourselves from these bands of wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut through every band of wickedness in Jesus' name. And we hurl it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We 
Ika bababaru lelelio sundiri brisha tarabruke de esha tarabru rende tarabruka deriasa tarabruke de esha tarabra kie de raka ruka deriabrisha lelelio sundiri bruka de esha deriya. We reverse the spell in the name of Jesus Christ. We reverse the spell now in Jesus' holy name. Ruba baba kushe rigise me uruga tarabruke de shuta rugole leliasa tarabruka ba. Shadra Broca, Lady Dio Sundere Brisha de Esha Daria, Tarabroca, Risa Tarabara. We break the power and the intent of every device sent against us by the enemy in Jesus' name. Rude de Brusa, Lady Diese de Rucole Ledia, Runga de Brusha, Lady Dio Sundera. Every plan that the enemy has against us, we reverse it in Jesus' name and send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. Riki Mushan Darabre, Lediosun Darabreke de Rukusho Torobri, Isha Darabro, Lediya Kata, Rule Lediese Darabreke de Isha Darabroca de Esa Mamamamokura Kata, Isha Dariosuto, Kiba Baba Rukoto. We return the vexes, the hexes, the curses, the charms, the fetishes, all psychic warfare, psychic prayer, psychic thought, magic, sorcery, mind control. Oh, Dorukosa, death spirits, bewitchment, pain, sickness, all destruction, torment. Rukotada, all incense and candle burning with their associated rituals. All the evil chanting and incantations, all the hoodoo, crystals, ungodly blessings, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. All mystic rituals are reversed and sent back where they come from in the name of Jesus Christ. All ungodly prayers are reversed and sent back where they come from in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that is imaginable and that can be executed from the enemy camp. We reverse it now in the name of Jesus Christ. We reverse it from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and we send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus Christ. Rula la dio sunda regise beche tabriki i rukula la dia sandra bruka baba basho tabri sike bebe beche tabruka de erla katabrisha tabroka ta isheta all spirits of hate jealousy bitterness envy and murder coming against us we send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ reke busha tabruka de dio sunda abrike de ella la dia all spirits of wizardry we bind you and send you back in the name of Jesus Christ. All bondages we send back in the name of Jesus Christ. All yokes we return in the name of Jesus Christ. All darkness we send back in the name of Jesus Christ. All confusion we send back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every hindrance, every blockage, every wall 
we send it back in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, over the decades, this ministry has prayed for many of souls, many of souls, to come out of darkness and into your marvelous light, to allow you to save their souls. We ask you, Father, to continue your work with those that we have prayed for and those that we will intercede for in the name of Jesus. With you and we give you praise. We bless the name of Jesus. And we, the church said amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Our God is a good God all the time. And we are thankful to him for his continued mercies toward us. We want to thank him for every opportunity that we have to come together as Miracle Internet Church and do the will of God. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So now that we've prayed for everybody that we've ever prayed for, let's give the Lord thanks and praise for his work. Thanks and praise for his work in their lives, his continuous work going after their souls. Amen in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 and amen. We just want to thank you, Father. We want to give you praise. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father, that he's come to live within us. Hallelujah. And cause us to will and to do of your good pleasure. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To the Lamb of God who took away all the sins of the world. Hallelujah. To the Lamb of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, tonight, saints, we're going to talk about this subject. For those of you who don't know, our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. So... The Lord is repeating what some of us have said to him. He says, but Lord, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, Lord. I'm nervous. And so the Lord says, why are you so fearful? Why? Let's talk about that. Why are you so fearful, Jesus asked. Well, saints, why are you easily agitated or alarmed? 
Why? Why do you have a tendency to be anxious? Why are you overly sensitive? Why are you edgy and tense? Why are you easily frightened, jumpy, and skittish? Why are you timid, mousy, shy, and scared? Yes, you. Why? Why are you withdrawn and apprehensive? Why? Why are you so high strung and hysterical when you ought not be at all? Why all the emotional tension? You know, all through the day, all through the week, from month to month, why all this emotional tension? Why all the restlessness? You know, some people just can't sit still. They ask you a question. You tell them you have to wait until it's the right time. And they say, oh, well, I'll just do such and such and such. Why is it we can't wait? Why are we restless? Why are we agitated? What's really going on? Each of us before the Lord, each of us must answer before the Lord. That's right. By the end of this broadcast, you need to answer the Lord. Amen? You need to answer the Lord. That's right. Pastor's not going to do that part for you. You must answer. Say, I'm not nervous. I'm not anxious. Take a moment. Take just a moment and tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth. You might not want to share it with pastor. You might not want to put it in the chat room. You might not even be ready to tell the Lord, but tell yourself. Why are you so up in the air, you know? Things happen, and you go from being perfectly calm to almost hysterical in less than a minute. Why? Why is that? Hmm. Hmm. Once we are born in the natural, we all have the tendency to be nervous and anxious in our fallen nature. Mm -hmm. But you know, you were born again. 
And you're not an exception to that situation. You see, in the Garden of Eden, in the Garden of Eden, yeah, way back there, way back in the Garden, Adam and Eve set us up for it. The Bible says, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. They could hear. Very good. They could hear the voice of the Lord God. Uh-huh. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. They could hear the voice of the Lord, and they decided to hide themselves from God. How interesting. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Where are you? And he said, at least he answered, some of you won't answer. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Why were they afraid of the voice of the Lord? Hmm. His excuse was, this is what he said, because I was naked and I hid myself. Oh, does he mean because I entered into sin and the consequences of sin began? Is that what he means? And so instead of coming to God, he hid himself from God. Some of you are doing the exact same thing. Now, tell yourself the truth. Amen? Tell yourself the truth. Praise the Lord. It's real. Amen. I was afraid and I hid myself. Even little children react this way. They don't have to be taught this. They do it automatically. Many times it is our attempt and the urge we feel to get out of a situation. We're in the crossfire. We're backed into a corner, so we think. And we have this strong urge to try to get out of it, whatever it is. Sometimes we just want to run away. We just want to run away. Hmm. We don't want to face it. Whatever it is, we don't want to face it. We don't even want to know about it. We certainly don't want to talk about it. And we aren't going to take it out 
of our closet of darkness and present it to Jesus Christ. We're just not going to do that now, are we? Mm. So maybe you're one of these people that Jesus has to come into your house and open the closet and take down the closet door and turn the light on. Maybe you're like that. Is that you, saint? Is that you? Have you ever done that? Are you still doing that? Have you put up a brick wall over that closet of darkness so nobody can ever find it and ever know that it's there? Have you done that? Our nervous reactions are all based in fear. Our nervous reactions are all based in fear. Jesus says to us, fear not. Fear can interrupt processes in our brains that allow us to regulate emotion. Fear can interrupt processes that cause us to read nonverbal cues and other information that is presented to us. Fear keeps us from reflecting on an issue before we act on it. Fear keeps us. It holds us in bondage. It keeps us from reflecting righteously on an issue before we act on it. Fear keeps us from displaying the character of Christ. That's right. It keeps us from outwardly displaying the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Fear and nervousness impact our thinking and our decision-making in unrighteous ways. This leaves us open to and prone to intense emotions and impulsive reactions. Some of us have gotten into car wrecks because of those same impulsive reactions. Panic attack is fear taking authority where it should have none. Amen. When we perceive a lack of control, many people leap into anxiety, nervousness, and fear. Hmm. Do you do that? 
Is that you? Most of us have been traumatized in this life. Whenever a situation arises that displays similar to our past traumatic experience, fear exposes itself. You know, it happened like this before. And now, but all all of a sudden, that unrighteous recall pulls back that old trauma, brings it right back, and then fear comes out to expose itself. Mm-hmm. People all over the world are plagued by phobias of all kinds. They are tormented by an irrational, excessive, persistent fear of some particular thing or situation. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, mm-hmm. yes, that's where we're going. I'll give you a second. The Lord says to us, there is no Fear in love. So if you're declaring that you love your spouse and that you love God and that you love yourself, why on earth are you sitting there contemplating being jealous of anyone who just speaks to your spouse, looks at your spouse, or holds the smallest conversation with your spouse. Where did you get that from? And why are you still holding on to it? Why, when your child develops a friendship, a righteous adult, who has a positive influence on your child, are you suddenly jealous of your child's attentions? Why? Jesus would like an answer. Why are you competing with anyone for anyone's affection? Jesus would like to know. As I said previously, the answer to the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. So, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Hmm. Because fear hath Torment. Jealousy is tormenting. 
You know, it's interesting to note that there are persons who have been in this ministry for some time now, and they still allow the same spirit to attack them over and over and over and over and over again. And they will not do, the Bible says to do, to put an end to it. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. That's what your heavenly father has to say about that. Amen? Do you see yourself in this scripture? I'll ask it again. Do you see yourself in this mirror? When it comes to the Lord, we must realize that we have no need to fear. The one who loves us perfectly. When it comes to the Lord, we must realize that we have no need to fear the one who loves us perfectly. The holy and perfect love of our God for us eliminates and removes all dread of what he might do to us. If we are still in cringing fear of what he could do to us, it proves that we are not fully persuaded that he really does love us. Some of us are not fully persuaded that our Lord and Savior really does love us. Some of us are not fully persuaded that our Heavenly Father really does love us. Some of us are not fully persuaded that the Holy Spirit really does love us. If you're one of those persons, if you're one of those saints, why? Why is it that way with you? Those of us who have experienced abuse or intense hostilities as a child have serious weaknesses in this area. You may or may not remember what caused your shock and withdrawal. Many of us have experienced burnout, illness, or the buildup of many stressors. This, too, opens the door to fear. There are those among us who have generational insanity. We didn't ask for it, but it torments us. Some of us were born into families or societies that practice witchcraft, and the fear of being manipulated is ever-present. 
if drug use or even alcohol abuse is present or has been a part of our lives, we are wide open to fear. Continual verbal, emotional, financial, cultural, psychological, or physical abuse is a hotbed for fear. Recently, we have seen the governments of the world, along with media companies and the health industry, use the fear of illness and the fear of death to control the behavior of the masses of people. Even today, people are afraid to come into contact with their own relatives who refuse to take the jab. Does that describe you? You're hiding yourself from your own flesh? Jesus said on a fast that he called, you can't hide. Nervousness may be brought on by worry, by the fear of man, by the fear of pending outcome, by a sense of unpreparedness. Shyness, self-conscious, fear of failure, or any number of reasons. But it all stems from fear. If we want to overcome nervousness, we must face it and confess the truth concerning it. If we want to overcome nervousness, we must face it and confess the truth concerning it. We cannot move forward until we tell ourselves the truth. We cannot move forward until we tell ourselves the truth. We must ask the Lord to open our hearts, our minds, and our eyes to the truth about us. You must ask the Lord to open your heart, open your mind, and open your eyes to the truth about you. How easy it is to admit part of the matter, leaving the rest of the matter in the dark, and thereby deceiving our own selves. God is still seeking those who will seek him to have truth in their inward parts. 
Avoiding our fears prevents us from living in the victory that Jesus died for us to experience. Psalm 51, verse 6. Psalm 51, verse 6. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Our Father wants truth in the inward part. Will we work with him? Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward part. And write it in their heart, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. You know, he he means what he says, church. He means what he says. Our God, our Heavenly Father, has granted and blessed his children with freedom from fear and freedom from worry. Our Heavenly Father has granted and blessed his children with freedom from fear and freedom from worry. Chapter 1, verse 7. Second Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. No, he didn't give us the spirit of fear. Somebody else did. No, our Heavenly Father didn't give his children the spirit of fear. There's no fear in him, and he didn't didn't give us any fear. We've got fear. If we've got nervousness, we did not get it from him. Instead, he has given us a spirit of power and a spirit of love and a sound mind, a mind that is resistant to fear. Hmm. Amen. Psalm 46, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 46, beginning with verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. He's where we run to whenever trouble shows up, whenever we feel afraid. And he is our strength, a very present help in trouble. He's right there. On the spot every time Therefore will not we fear Okay we're not going to be afraid now Because God 
is here to surround us, strengthen us, and he's here to help us in every trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea? Is that your testimony? Is that your confession before the throne of God? Psalm 118, verse 6. Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Psalm 56, beginning with verse 3. Psalm 56, beginning with verse 3. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Psalm 56, verse 9. Psalm 56, verse 9. When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. God is for me. Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. You got children and grandchildren? Cast thy burden upon the Lord. And he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. You got bills you don't know how to pay? Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. You've got legal problems that you don't know how to solve. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. You've got family issues you don't know how to resolve. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. You've got an unsaved spouse or one that refuses, if they're saved, to act like they're really a Christian. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow 
shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Hmm. Let's just take it one day at a time with Jesus. First Peter chapter five verse seven. First Peter chapter five verse seven. Casting all your care upon him, your friends, him. Not your psychologist or your psychiatrist, him. For he careth for you. Casting all your care upon your co-workers? No, upon him. For he careth for you. Hmm. When he giveth quietness, Who then can make trouble? Hmm. When he giveth quietness, who then can make trouble? Second Corinthians chapter ten, beginning with verse four. Second Corinthians chapter ten, beginning with verse four. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And Bringing into captivity every thought. Bringing into captivity every thought. To the obedience of Christ. Every single thought. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. Put it on. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, against the strategies, the maneuvers, the plans of the enemy. Put on the armor, all of it, each piece. Amen? Don't fail to do that. It's important. In verse 13, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. He says it again. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So that person just keeps on pursuing you and just keeps on pursuing you and just keeps on pursuing you. Well, did you put on the armor of God? Did you? Did you uh, bring every thought into captivity? Did you? 
Well, if you put on the whole armor of God, if you brought every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ, then you should be able to withstand the wiles, the temptation, the irritation, the annoyance, the persistence of the enemy. And having done all, all the things that God tells us to do, you just need to stand. Having submitted to the Lord in obedience, humility, and submission, you ought to be able to stand. And so he tells you to stand. Well, you know, Pastor, I just got weak. No, dear, you didn't just get weak. You did what you've been contemplating in the back of your mind anyway. Amen? You see, you didn't bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Hmm. That's the thought. James chapter 4, verse 7. James. Chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. So now, that's what God says for us to do, to submit ourselves to him. Each person must do that for themselves. Each saint must do that for themselves. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. But first, each saint must submit themselves to God. Then they must resist the devil. Saint must resist the devil. And he will flee from you when you do. You shouldn't be opening your doors to the devil. Amen? Ephesians. Chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. Don't give the enemy any opportunity at all to get so much as a toenail anywhere near you. Amen. You know, it's up to us to obey the Lord. Each of us must obey the Lord. Amen. It is so. The source of our nervousness and fears is Satan and his lies. We must finally decide to challenge those lies with the truth of God's word. You know you're supposed to do something with the shield of faith. You're supposed to do something with the sword of the spirit. Not just get all dressed up and stand in the mirror and say, okay, I've got my armor on now. Your sister tells you all the time what you're supposed to do with the shield. Amen? Amen. 
It's the truth. We must choose to take an aggressive and militant stand against the devil's inroads into our lives. Have you ever asked the Lord to show you the true motive, the true reason for why you're doing something? Not just the reason you think, the real reason. Well, that's what your prayer time is for. Satan is the father of of lies. He is a thief and a murderer. How long will you continue to allow him to lie to you, to steal happiness and contentment from you? How long? How many years of your life does he get to ruin? How much of your life will you allow Satan to destroy? Isaiah chapter 32, beginning with verse 17. Isaiah chapter 32, beginning with verse 17. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. The outworking of righteousness is peace. And the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. My goodness. Do you have this? It's a blessing given to you by our Heavenly Father. Have you taken hold of it, possession of it? Is it yours? Zechariah, chapter 8. Zechariah, chapter 8. So will I save you, and ye shall be a blessing. So will I save you, and ye shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands be strong. Hmm. He's going to save us. We're going to be a blessing. We're not to fear, but we are to allow our hands to be strong. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. Allow 
the peace of God to have the rule in your heart. Stop giving it over to the devil. Just stop that. Stop it. And allow God's peace to take rulership in your heart. You see, you have to allow for this. It's not going to come floating down to you on a cloud. You have to make way for it. You have to open up your heart to it. You have to insist that the peace of God rules in your heart. That means some other things have to leave. And you are responsible for that. Deuteronomy chapter 20. Deuteronomy chapter 20. Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Let not your heart faint. Fear not, and do not tremble. Neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. All right? So why the nervousness? Psalm 34, verse 4. Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. The Lord. No, pastor didn't seek the Lord for me. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me. From all my fear. The Gospel of John, chapter 14. The Gospel of John, chapter 14. Peace I leave with you, Jesus said. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. They're going into surgery. Pastor, you just don't understand. They're going into surgery, and the doctor said, and the surgeon said, and the hospital said, and the insurance said, and my financial portfolio is no longer saying what it used to say. Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. 
my peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Well, you know, Lord, uh, you know, Pastor, you know that cancer I had before. I, I'm feeling pain, and 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 I'm going to the doctor, and I'm afraid they might tell me it's back. Peace, I leave with you, Jesus said. My peace, I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You know, Pastor, they they threatened to fire me off this job. You know, I I barely did get it. Somebody else quit, and they they took a chance on me. But I'm afraid they might fire me because, you know, they're reducing the number of workers. I, I, I just don't know. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Psalm 112, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 112, beginning with verse 5. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings, no matter what comes on sea and in. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. We should not allow ourselves to feel intimidated or condemned by anything, not even by nightmares or bad dreams. They are not an omen to the righteous. They are not an omen to the righteous. Instead, we recognize and acknowledge that they are spiritual attacks from the enemy. Fight back and overcome them with the blood of Jesus with the word of God and our faith. We fight back and overcome them with the blood of Jesus and with the word of God and our faith. We resist them and win the victory with the Lord's help. First Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 beginning with verse 8. Be sober. Be serious-minded. Be vigilant. Don't get off your post. 
Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Well, don't be so devourable. Amen? Whom resist steadfast in the faith? Whom resist steadfast in the faith? Now, saints, it's kind of hard to do that if you're nervous with fear. Amen. It is the truth. First Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There hath, saints, no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. The devil's knocked on other people's front door too. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able. Really? Yes. So that means in the midst of the temptation, you're able to do something about it. You can no longer say, well, Lord, the devil made me do it. No, you did it. But will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape. That's right. There's an escape hatch every single time. That you may be able to bear it. Amen. Feel free to highlight that scripture. Praise the Lord. We have nothing to fear because our God has given us protection against the enemy. Psalm 4, verse 8. Psalm 4, verse 8. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You know, uh, my maternal grandmother used to be afraid of lightning. And so whenever the lightning would start, she had certain things that she would run around and do. And we have many memories and stories to tell about the things she did. But you see, the word of God says that we will both lay down in peace and sleep. Hmm. Ma, tell me, are you doing this? Are you laying down in peace and sleeping? If not, why not? Psalm 91, beginning with verse 5. Psalm 91, beginning with verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. Wow. We're not supposed to be afraid of what goes bump in the dark. 
Did you know that? Nor for the arrow that flies by day. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. We're not supposed to be afraid of this stuff? No. We're not supposed to be nervous about it either. We should pray and ask the Father for calmness and a trusting spirit. We should ask the Father. We should pray and ask the Father for calmness, quietness, and a trusting spirit. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, with thanksgiving. You mean we're supposed to give thanks in the middle of this? Yes. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, is that what I'm supposed to do? Yes. The Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's open all night long. Something goes bump in the night, you can get up, put your prayer request in, and go back to bed and go back to sleep. You don't have to wake up the entire household because something went bump in the night. Amen? Praise the Lord. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2. Be not soon shaken in mind, hmm. or be troubled. Praise the Lord. Neither by spirit. You mean a spirit sent from the witches in my neighborhood? It's not supposed to shake my mind and I'm not supposed to be all upset and worried and all of that. I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, That's what the word says. That's what it says. Amen. That is what it says. We're not supposed to be shaken in mind or trouble, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter. Hello. Amen. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And the keys of that kingdom are what? You know the answer. You know the answer. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. 
beginning with verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. So even when sparrows drop from the air, your heavenly father knows all about it. He's not shocked at all. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Praise the Lord. Isaiah Chapter 41, verse 10. Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That's what your father says to you. Now, will you believe him? Will you? There is none like unto our God who rides upon the heavens in our help and in his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is our refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Saints, trust in him. Amen? Praise the Lord. Trust in him. And say amen. Amen. Trust the Lord. Trust in him. Trust in him. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get to it. In case there's praise, I was just playing with the dog, and God told me that a certain that after a certain toss of the wacky latex ball, I needed to finish the game and go check on the suit. Well, I didn't listen. I disobeyed and gave the dog one last thrill, and the ball, which was really wacky, slammed AK in the right eye as he was eating. We prayed, and just then, Brother Bill's testimony for the healing of his eyes came on the broadcast we were recasting. The healer is here. AK's eye was hit hard. It was inflamed, painful, and had blurred vision. Now he says it's better than usual. Praise God and thank you, Jesus, for the eyesight blessing. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And saints, by the way, Pastor Sabrina prayed a couple weeks ago for everyone in our little church for 2020 vision. I received that blessing, and I haven't had to wear eyeglasses for two weeks. I couldn't see clearly at a far distance or up the numbers, the threes and the eights and the fives all look the same on my computer screen. Now I just work with no trouble. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I just praise you, praise you, praise you. Lena has a praise report. Praise just this. Praise report, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for your straight up and helping me with my IRS taxes. Last week, they combined the wrong number being paid all the times from the 2005s, and it added up from 2012 through 2022 for my records, been paid every year. When I was cleaning the basement 
and found the W-2 from 2015. Praise the Lord. Thank you for the blessing. And to make the appointment just only took 24 hours. That's a miracle. Yes, thanks. That is a great miracle to make an appointment with the IRS. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for moving heaven and earth for Lena. Thank you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. The Lord provided the needed resources so that I could take Paco to the vet. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for perfecting everything that concerns us. Bless your holy name. Gladys has some praise reports. After Pastor praying for me last week, I felt such peace. I slept on Saturday for 16 hours from 5 through 8. I was so tired and woke up rested. I prayed over the situation at work and felt the Lord say not to do anything. Just like Pastor Sabrina said, I decided to forgive and to work as always as I have and trust in the Lord would will vindicate me. On Monday morning, I woke up around 5 a.m. and prayed, did warfare, and bound up those devils in my boss and at, in the office. I commanded those devils to restore my good name and take back that written note from my boss. I haven't seen my boss all week because I bound those devils so well. One coworker put her notice yesterday. Wow. I spoke with her today, and she tells me the same thing she's going through. Another person told me that the boss confided in her to tell her that she feels that she's been neglecting the department. God is moving. I'm waiting for God's vindication because I know it's coming. Thank you, Lord. And my body is feeling a lot better after prayer. And I've been able to sit all day without pain. My arms are doing better also. Thank you, Lord. My blood work came back and I'm doing well, all except for an abnormal test borderline and they'll keep an eye on it i prayed the test i prayed and that the test would be normal god is our healer and i know he is a rewarder thank you lord jesus thank you lord and my supervisor's mom that was almost at death's door is doing better now i continued to pray for her full recovery salvation praise you lord jesus thank you lord praise you lord jesus Praise you, Lord. See, saints, when you forgive, look what the Lord does. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And in case there's praise yesterday, I passed a message from God to my husband concerning something he was doing with our son. Human reasoning crept in, and a major change to the instructions was going to be made. I spoke up. They reconsidered, then chose to follow the path God outlined for them, even though I didn't necessarily make sense. It didn't make sense to them. God prepared a place for them and changed the environment at the park where he sent them so they were able to accomplish his purposes. Thank you, Jesus, for their complete obedience. Hallelujah. And KK has a praise report. I have a client at work who had a unique need come up two years ago. I was able to help him with that he needed and as a result the timing is right for him and now to expand his relationship we had an important meeting scheduled for this morning to discuss this 
but my boss was delayed because of a train and a subway getting into the office. The client travels often, and it was very difficult to schedule the meetings, but he was understanding and so happy to reschedule for next week. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace and for your divine favor. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And he also says, Jesus, I just praise you for deliverance last night during Pastor Sabrina's opening prayers regarding loving self and other and God. And I pray for more deliverance as I recast a day and tomorrow. I admit and confess my absolute refusal to develop suitable, meaningful, safe, stable, and single-minded relationships with myself, with you, and with others as sin, my sin, my choices, my fault. I welcome love and intimacy and friendship and relationship into my life, which belongs to you, not to me. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. And KK goes on to say, I thank you and praise you, God, for protection, for for defending my territory at work, for allowing me to see how helpful and important NK's advice, help, and partnership is with my work, and for intervening so that the management made the appropriate decision. An official announcement was made across the entire company, clearly defining coverage and territory and setting the boundaries in place. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. And in cases, praise due to incomplete construction certificates. We haven't moved into our new home. and We put a deposit on last year. We're having a hard time getting in touch with management to answer our questions. I just got through and had all my questions answered. I even learned that if we do not decide to move in when it's finally certified, we can get a full refund. Praise you, God, and thank you for your favor. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And AK has a praise report. Thank you, God, for helping me to unroot a bad tendency in my life concerning the way I play with children. Thank you also for changing my beliefs about marital relationships. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Jesus, J.C. has a praise report. A Chaldean phlebotomist stole my blood from the hospital's lab when I went to draw blood for a physician. Although another phlebotomist drew my blood, the Chaldean witch looked on. Over the next few weeks, I noticed scarring, broken wigglies of capillaries and a rash of my legs darkening with incision site of an artery located on my inside of the arm where the blood had been drawn. Additionally, the same red broken capillaries marred my hands. Dr. Sprina gave me instructions to curse this affliction. Praise God. My legs are almost back to normal and the darkening on the inside left arm near the brachial artery is almost gone. I am still believing God for restoration of my hands. Praise you. Praise you. He is amazing. Our God is just so amazing. Praise God. Ariana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord. Brother Bill. Bless. Before you go any further, go ahead. Before you go any further, go ahead and pray for her hand, that person's hand. 
Tri-R-I, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every attack upon them hands. I cut all the ley lines, the silver cords, the garlands, the chains, the fetters, and I command every attack to be uprooted and come out. I take authority over all pain, inflammation, all scarring, anything going on in those blood vessels, and I command it all to be healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and with his stripes we are healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that when I forgave my dad that used to beat us bloody, that you healed my hands of the carpal tunnel and the arthritis, and I just loose a blessing over our hands, and I command them to line up with the word of God to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. JC, make sure you have no unforgiveness, and the Lord's going to completely restore your hands right now in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Our, thank you, Lord. I received a blessing off of that, too. Ariana has a praise report. Today, the Lord blessed me with another great performance. The enemy wanted me to quit, but the Lord gave me strength to fight it. Also, after my performance, I received a letter in the mail recognizing me for my grade point average. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me so much. And I come and praise you, Lord. Just praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. This is awesome. This, thank you, Lord, for all these wonderful praise reports. NK has another praise report. Praise Pastor Sabrina's prayer point concerning nanoparticles in food and other products we use was an alarm for me. When I used to look up every ingredient over the past year or so, and I became lazy about our labels, a certain supplement brand we had began using had a few other ingredients that I didn't bother looking up. Well, thanks to the prayer I did, my lesson here was to wake up and tighten up. Thank you, Jesus, for more <coughs> vigilance. Additionally, I learned that titanium oxide, zinc oxide, and silicon dioxide are the most common nanosubstances found in our everyday products. But just because something like my sunscreen lists one of those as an ingredient, it isn't necessarily in the super tiny, potentially dangerous nano state. Companies aren't presently required to know what form of oxides are in so you need to contact them thank you lord no you need to contact the lord jesus and ask him you ask the lord and he will show you he will provide everything we just praise you for that lord jesus all you got to do is pray and ask he'll tell you mm has a praise report there was an inquiry report against my state teaching license from a previous employer i had to do with breaking the contract and coming home in December and not returning to that job site. The Lord dealt with me on a separate issue where I received counsel, rebuke, correction, and prayer through Pastor Sabrina and agreement prayer through the saints. I was to have gone through the Lord to quit and not to do it on my own, no matter how tough it was. I felt a powerful reaffirming that I... I am his pal and connection to his work. God educated me, and today I've been informed that my case has been dismissed. 
praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord, for that. Dina has a praise report. This is the second fast I've been on around my family. My aunt was each time has been very accommodating in providing the ingredients for the soups and eating the soup along with me. If she eats anything she seems that she thinks might tempt me, she does it away from me. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord, that you don't allow us to be tempted. And these are wonderful, awesome praise reports. And the saints are going, I just praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for these wonderful testimonies and more. And if you haven't placed your testimony in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room, what's keeping you from doing it? Amen? What's keeping you from doing it? Amen. We're going to our uh, guest call-ins. Our number is area code 319 Five two seven six two three five, and excuse me, area code eight five six. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, good evening. This is KK. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking, and thanks for taking my call. Um, <clears throat> uh, Brother Bill just read a, a praise report and prayer requests that I had submitted, and I'm calling in regarding that or that one specifically and asking just for some additional help, healing and deliverance regarding loving myself, God, and others, and um, finally developing proper, suitable relationships. I have not done that. I don't do it, but I would, I would really want to. All right. We will pray with you. Amen. Heavenly Father, Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ, our brother has repented of the fear. And the resistance that he has erected between him and others who are amicable toward him. You see, Father, he's built his own shield of protection, and it's a shield that is not of you. It's his own form of self-defense. It's not the protection that you provide. And so, Father, he's come to you in repentance of building walls, and building towers, and building forts around himself so that he can't be hurt. Break it in Jesus' name. He's erected his own militia around himself to keep others from penetrating 
his walls of protection. But right now, he drops them. He drops them all. He lets go of every single one that he has ever erected. And he asks you to come and break down. Hallelujah. To tear down and destroy all his other false protections in Jesus' name. Lord, you are our only protection. And you are our only defense. And no matter what anyone else has done to us in the past, your healing in our heart is steadfast. It's certain. It's deep. It's penetrating. And you don't miss any spot. We must choose to be completely open and transparent with you and to allow you to do the surgery in our heart that we need. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, our brother asked for additional deliverance. He asked for additional healing. He asked for more grace. He asks you to come break him out of his old patterns of behavior. His old mindset. His old hiding places. And remove the darkness that he has lived in. We thank you for the truth of your light penetrating his darkness and making it go away. We thank you for healing him. Oh, just as you put Adam to sleep, Lord, and opened his side and removed the rib. We thank you for the surgeries that you will do with him. For every operation, you will put him in the same restful mode that you gave to Adam, and you will perform that that is necessary for him. We place it in your hands, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Now, the Lord says for you to take a deep breath and cough from your gut. <coughs> All of it. Come on out of it. That stronghold, we break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. Loose in the name of Jesus. Loose him now in Jesus' holy name. Come out of his pain. Come out of his past. Come out of his past in Jesus' name. 
We speak to his past and we command it to drop away in Jesus' name. You can no longer chain him. He's been made free by the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for the healing that will take place in your holy child's name. Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to fill those empty places and release your prayer language. Father, we thank you for taking these Amen. Area code 818, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm calling because I've been having, um, I was sick. I think the last time I talked, I was having asthma um, from like severe allergies, and thank God, God got me through that. I'm doing so much better. But um, now it's been something in my, I don't know if it's, my gallbladder or pancreas or something. And I know I, I was listening to Wednesday's prayer um, and you mentioned all the organs and I prayed that and I, I, I have improved since um, agreeing with that prayer yesterday. And, um, but I want more prayer for it. And also what the, I, I think it was like two fasts ago, the Lord told me that the devil wants to put cancer on me and to stand against it and you prayed that prayer too you know on wednesday service and i have to go my doctor he was concerned because i was having um i'm having the appetite a decreased appetite and my you know my doctor's concerned so he's sending me for blood work um uh, to rule out cancer but um and with this pain and swollen and so i'm not fear i mean i'm amazed i used to have you know when i first came to you know, a few years ago to this ministry i was so bound in fear and anxiety in all my life. I used to have massive amounts of panic attacks all throughout the day. And even though I was a Christian and loving the Lord, I, I just never thought I would ever be free. And so I want to say, you know, I want to give God glory that even with all, like just, I, I'm not feeling any fear or anxiety or panic over this. I, I just know what needs to be done. It, prayer, deliverance, you know, fasting, staying with, you know, and, you know, so I'm just amazed where God, you know, has taken me to where if this had been five years ago, I would be panicked, you know. But um, I also want to praise God, too, because when you pray, um, my appetite has come back stronger than even before because I've been standing against it. But I just want to get prayer for all that. And also my daughter right now is having, um, she's in bed, she's having a migraine. All of a sudden she's been getting attacked by migraines, which is not like her. And so she's in, like, in a dark room right now, but I wanted to lift her up in prayer, too. And my other daughter's not feeling too good. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, 
We take authority, dominion, and power over all the witchcraft that is coming against this family in Jesus' name. And we return it to sender now in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the root of the migraine. Looser, looser now in the name of Jesus Christ. Go back where you came from in the name of Jesus. The malady in the other daughter. We take authority, dominion, and power in the name of Jesus Christ. We take your hands off her. In the name of Jesus, all evil done against this family is returned from whence it came. In the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant. Father, in the name of Jesus, we break the word. The word curses released by the medical community. In other word curses released over our sister's life in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, we encapsulate them in the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus speak for our sister in Jesus' name. Her body belongs to God. Her body is the personal property of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the temple of the Holy Ghost. We cut her free from all entanglements with evil. There it is. Deep breath and cough. Come on out. Out, out, now. Go right back where you came from in the name of Jesus. Go right back where you came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Back in the enemy's camp. Back into the enemy's camp. Back into the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. This affliction shall not come the, the second time. In Jesus' holy name. Let the blood of Jesus speak for her. We thank you, Father, and we give you, you praise Jesus. in Jesus' holy name. Take a deep breath thank and let the Jesus. Holy Spirit fill you and release your prayer language. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Area code 605. You're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello, Pastor. I am calling. Yes, hi. I'm calling for prayer for a loved one, a grandparent, 96 years old, 
who about <clears throat> a week and a half ago uh, developed pneumonia and ended up in the hospital very weak. And what resulted was, <clears throat> excuse me, what has resulted was that they put him on hospice care and then the whole hospice program just descended on him. And so family contacted me right away and we're a large family um predominantly catholic um i have not been catholic since the age of 20 i got saved so i'm i'm saved and been with mic and very thankful for that and um long story short the they stopped his um feeding and his drink his intake of fluids and I think it's just some confusion and where the family's going to listen, the head of family will listen to what the nurse says. And so I know my loved one is suffering and can feel it, and they're just um, giving him morphine now. And whereas when I was feeding him, <clears throat> for example, yesterday, he ate like a whole bowl of you know, like porridge and had some drink and and things like that. And so I have no say, but I entered um, prayer request into the global prayer room that uh, the Lord to take him and, you know, when into I bound uh, suffering of the starvation, harsh suffering of starvation and thirst in Christ's name. About two, three days ago, my grandpa did say that he uh, accepted the Lord in his heart. And then he did also um, repeat um, the sinner's prayer with me. So even though like his whole speech was um, not there because of a stroke two years ago, he had, he was uttering and making um, I, where I could understand him, you know, and he was still, he's still alert with us and still able to, you know, still able, he's still with us. But, um, but now it's like he's more, he's asleep, and then he cries. And I know it's because of that morphine, you know, and I don't, um, I just kind of like keep quiet, and I don't want to cause um, like any stir, stirrings like with the family, you know, with the head of family, because I know they're stressed out, and the head of family is sick herself. But I'd like prayer for him, please. I'd really appreciate it, and, and thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. God bless you. Heavenly Father, come on, church, it's time to pray. That's what we do. Heavenly Father, what is his name? Um, His name is Pontiano. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift him before you. Ruka de Gabrisha de Dios and the Rabrica de Dios and the Rabrica de Dios. Ruka de Gabrisha de Dios to the Rabrica de Dios. Ruka de Gabrisha de Dios to the Rabrica de Dios. Ruka de Gabrisha de Dios. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Eleliosa, Rikisata. We remit his sins and the sins of his ancestors in Jesus' name. Ruka Babasha de Rabroca de Dios and the Rabrica de Rabri. Kiba Rugusa de Rabrica de Rabrocosata. We ask you, Father, for your mercy. We ask for your mercy, Lord. We ask for your mercy. However you choose to manifest it, Father, we thank you that you are in control, not the head of the family, not the nurse, not the doctor, not the medical institution, but you. 
and you subdue all things under yourself. Father, whether he attempt, whether he leaves this earth and comes to be with you, or you raise him, it's between you and him. No other entity will last say. We thank you, and we honor the will of God. We thank you, and we honor the covenant. We thank you, and we honor the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, let everything be done in decency and in order and in peace in Jesus' name. We release the peace of God into this situation in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. He immediately Yes, he immediately woke up and he listened to the prayer as I put the phone near him. He's awake. Thank you, Pastor. Praise Thank the you, Lord. Lord. Amen. Tell Amen. him we love him. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody, praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody, praise the Lord. Our God is good. Amen. He always does what's best for us. He always does what is in our very best interest. He always does. And we need to remember that because sometimes things go away that we think is the wrong way. But God is busy on our behalf. Amen? God is always busy on our behalf. Amen. Amen. Always. Amen. He watches over us affectionately. Amen. And we need to be grateful for that. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the following. As I take it, a little more liquid there. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is warning migrants not to come to Florida after a busload of migrants that was dropped off at the U.S. Capitol said they were planning to go to Miami. A bus carrying 23 migrants from Texas unloaded at the foot of the U.S. Capitol Wednesday morning as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's new plan to counter federal immigration policies amid an ongoing border crisis. The migrants said they are planning to travel to Miami, Florida. The transportation provided by the Texas Department of Emergency Management ended in D.C. and will not be continuing on to Florida, so migrants would have to find their own transportation. However, DeSantis is concerned that the migrants are planning to head to the Sunshine State with his executive issue issuing a clear message, do not come. 
To those who have entered the country illegally, fair warning, do not come to Florida. Life will not be easy for you because we are obligated to uphold the immigration laws of this country, even if our federal government and other states won't. The executive office of the governor of Florida said in a statement, Florida is not a sanctuary state, and our social programs are designed to serve the citizens of our state. The governor will protect the sovereignty of the state of Florida. Let me continue. The governor's office also accused the Biden administration of putting migrants' physical health at risk by encouraging them to make dangerous treks and putting their lives in the hands of human smugglers. If you have come here illegally, you have been done a great disservice by the Biden administration. They have encouraged you to make dangerous treks, oftentimes a great physical distress to you and your family. Sometimes this has even meant putting your fate into the hands of dangerous coyotes and human traffickers. There is a legal process to obtain full American citizenship, which is an essential part of the promise of America. In Florida, we will uphold the law, the statement concluded. The Texas Division of Emergency Management said it dispatched buses over the weekend to border communities, adding that each bus can accommodate 40 migrants released in Texas and transport them to Washington, D.C., As the federal government continues to turn a blind eye to the border crisis, the state of Texas will remain steadfast in our efforts to fill in the gaps and keep Texans safe, Abbott said. By busing migrants to Washington, D.C., the Biden administration will be able to more immediately meet the needs of the people they are allowing to cross our border, Abbott said Wednesday. Texas should not have to bear the burden of the Biden administration's failure to secure our border. Abbott's office confirmed that a second migrant bus is currently on the way to D.C. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. I don't think many people would believe that the World Health Organization would push to legalize late-stage, up-to-nine-months abortions, but now? I think the World Health Organization has made it very clear who butters their bread. It's a coincidence that their push to legalize the most horrific type of abortions as Democrats push to secure Roe versus Wade. New guidelines issued by the World Health Organization claim laws preventing abortion at any point during pregnancy risk violating the rights of women, girls, or other pregnant persons. Other pregnant persons? Okay. The World Health Organization document full, recommends full decriminalization of abortion and the scrapping of laws and regulations that prohibit abortion based on gestational limits and restrict abortion on any grounds. It says a review of 21 studies found that when women are denied late Terminations, it can be viewed as being incompatible with international human rights law. It doesn't end there. That's, that isn't all. The World Health Organization also wants to curtail medical conscious rights and permit sex selection abortion. Mm-hmm. 
Specifically, the organization wants to allow abortion under all circumstances, ruling out laws banning termination because the fetus is the wrong sex. Stop women requiring approval from a doctor or a nurse to have a termination. Roll out pills by post scheme so that women can be sent abortion medication after a phone call. Curtail medical professionals' rights to refuse to take part in abortions on conscience grounds. Those are some pretty curt addendums. Mail-order abortions, termination by sex, hinder the doctor's right to refuse. What about the doctor's oath? Do no harm. At this point, I'm almost certain they're throwing the most absurd stipulations so people will choose the, the, quote, lesser of two evils and accept Democrats' pro-abortion stance because it's less extreme than that, than what? the World Health Organization has demanded. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Juanita Broderick, the woman who bravely detailed how Bill Clinton allegedly sexually assaulted her while Hillary intimidated her into silence, was banned from Twitter for sharing her views about the COVID vaccine. The company said her account has been locked for violating the policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. When will this be over? Big Pharma has profited enough for the next 100 years. Stop pushing vaccines that don't work and alter DNA, she said in the tweet, initially posted on April 9th, according to the screenshot obtained by Fox News. According to Fox, Twitter suggested Broderick delete the tweet should she wish to have her account access restored. We understand that during times of crisis and instability, it is difficult to know what to do to keep yourself and your loved ones safe. Under this policy, we require the removal of content that may pose a risk to people's health, including content that goes directly against guidance from authoritative sources of global and local local public health information, the company said. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, blasted Twitter Sunday night, sharing a screenshot of Broderick's suspended account. Twitter is stupid, the Georgia Republican wrote in a tweet. The biggest killer of freedom of speech. No wonder hardly anyone raises their hand at my town hall calls when I ask how many people have a Twitter account. People who think this platform is important need to get a life. Broderick, a strong supporter of former President Donald Trump, has accused Clinton of raping her in an Arkansas hotel room in 1978 when she worked as a volunteer on his 1978 campaign for state governor. In 2020, Broderick told the Post, that she believes former lady and two-time failed Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton covered up the assault to protect her and her husband's political ambition. Adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the FBI sought and obtained both subpoenas and orders prohibiting Apple 
and Google from disclosing the existence of the subpoenas in the Bureau's investigation of a diary belonging to Ashley Biden, President Joe Biden's daughter, according to the newly released document. The court filings show that the FBI was seeking evidence of communications regarding or in furtherance of the subject offenses, such as communications regarding Ashley Biden and or Ashley Biden's associates regarding her stolen property. The Bureau also was working to find evidence showing the location of Ashley Biden's property. Similar subpoenas were approved by magistrate judges for Project Veritas email accounts managed on Microsoft servers. Judges also approved non-disclosure orders, finding that not entering the orders would seriously jeopardize the investigation. Project Veritas says its journalists and the journalist security details were the subject of the subpoenas to Apple and Google. The nonprofit journalism group published notices sent by Apple to journalists and security agents in March, disclosing, disclosing the FBI's legal request after the non-disclosure orders expired, published subpoenas and orders issued to Google. The Department of Justice wasn't just targeting our journalists. They were going after those tasked with protecting our journalists' lives. Uh, Mr. O'Keefe of Project Veritas Founder said in a video statement, thousands of non-disclosure orders in such cases have been issued by the Department of Justice, the parent agency of the FBI, according to Representative Stanton, Democrat of Arizona. Republicans and Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee, including Stanton, unanimously passed legislation on April 6th that was forced prosecutors to prove why the orders are needed when the government seeks to ask access a person's electronic communication without the person's knowledge. The FBI has been inv- investigating the possible theft of Ashley Biden's diary since at least 2020, according to the documents obtained by the Epoch Times. Agents raided the home of James O'Keefe, Project Veritas's founder, as well as the homes of other employees of the nonprofit. Project Veritas has stated that it was given the diary by a source, and ultimately handed it over to law enforcement in Florida. Federal government's handling of the case has drawn criticism from press advocates. We're deeply deeply troubled by reports that the Department of Justice obtained secret electronic surveillance orders requiring sweeping disclosure of all content of communications associated with Project Veritas email accounts, including including attorney-client communication. An attorney with the American Civil Liberties Union said in a statement, after Microsoft subpoenas were revealed, Attorney General Garland, a Joe Biden appointee who heads the DOJ, promised members of the news media acting within the scope of news-gathering activities. He also wrote at the time that the prohibition does not apply to obtaining information from or records of a member of the news media who is subject or target of an investigation when that status is not based on 
or within the scope of news gathering activities. Federal law protects journalists who receive stolen materials from prosecution. Paul Kelly, an attorney representing Project Veritas, altered, alerted, I'm sorry, alerted U.S. District Judge Torres, an Obama appointee, of the Microsoft subpoenas and non-disclosure orders in a petition for the return of the property in March. said the government was using mafia-busting tactics to investigate what is, under the Supreme Court precedent, applicable to news gathering, a non-crime. Prosecutors said in a recent response that there was nothing improper or unlawful about the way the government compelled Microsoft to hand over information. Hmm. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning this, there has been an unprecedented drop in the number of Bible users in the United States since the last year, according to a report released by the American Bible Society. The 2022 State of the Bible report, based on its findings on responses collected from a survey of 2,598 adults conducted in January, the 12th annual report asked Americans a variety of questions about their Bible use and their thoughts on its role in society. A preface to the report also highlights changes in the percentage of Bible users in the U.S. over time. The American Bible Society defines Bible users as those who use the Bible at least three to four times each year on their own. Three to four times each year on their own outside of a church setting. After reaching a high of 53% in 2014, the share of Bible users among the U.S. adult population consistently remained between 48 and 51%. Just last year, 50% of Americans were Bible users. However, in 2022, Bible users in the U.S. accounted for just 39% of the adult population the lowest in more than a decade. The State of the Bible report described the 11% decrease as an unprecedented drop in the percentage of Bible users in the United States. When applied to the U.S. population as a whole, the figure suggests that the number of Bible users in the U.S. dropped from 128 million in 2021 to 103 million in 2022. The group labeled Bible users The group labeled Bible users consisted of Americans who read the Bible outside of church as infrequently as three to four times a year to those who use the Bible daily. That didn't make sense. (laughs) Oh, well. 10% of U.S. adults use the Bible daily, while 4% use it four to six times a week. 7% consulted two to three times a week. 5% read the Bible once a week, and 7% read it once a month. My goodness. More than half, 60% of Americans, use the Bible less than three to four times a year. A plurality percent of those surveyed never read the Bible on their own, while 12% read it less than once a year, and 8% look at it once or twice a year. I wonder if that's as they walk past the coffee table. Hmm. 
The state of the Bible report also demonstrates what the American Bible Society describes as a major decrease in scripture engagement, which is defined as consistent interaction with the Bible that shapes people's choices and transforms their relationship with God, self, and others. The estimated number of scripture-engaged Americans dropped from 64 million in 2021 to 49 million in 2022. At the same time, the estimated number of Bible-disengaged Americans rose from 100 million last year to 145 million this year. The survey also inquired about respondents' Bible-reading habits. The overwhelming majority, 78% of those surveyed, indicated that their Bible reading stayed the same over the past year. As 13% reporting an increase in Bible reading and the maintaining 10% saw a decrease in their Bible reading. Amen. When asked how do you think our country would be without the Bible, specifically to a hypothetical scenario where nobody read the Bible at all, a plurality of respondents, 45%, indicated that they thought the U.S. would be worse off without the Bible. This is a notable decrease from last year, when 54% of those surveyed believed that the U.S. would be worse off without the Bible. 41% of respondents contended that the country would be about the same without the Bible, and an increase from the 33% who said so in 2021. The share of Americans who think the U.S. would be better off without the Bible remained flat at 14% in both 2021 and 2022. In 2022, the elderly were the group most likely to believe that the U.S. would be worse off without the Bible, with 64% of the oldest Americans agreeing with that statement. A majority of the baby boomers, 57%, and a plurality of those in Generation X, 46%, also predicted that the U.S. would be worse off without the Bible. Millennials were the least likely group to see an absence of the Bible is making the U.S. worse off. 31% of millennials subscribe to that belief. A slightly higher share of Generation Z, 39%, the youngest group of American adults, told posters that an absence of the Bible would make the U.S. worse off. Overall, nearly half of respondents, 49%, agreed either strongly or somewhat that the that Bible reading is an important component of a child's character development, while an additional 27% disagreed either strongly or somewhat with that analysis. At 47%, the oldest respondents constituted the largest share of respondents who strongly agreed that Bible reading played an important role in a child's character development. 33% of baby boomers strongly agreed that Bible reading was important to a child's character development, along with 28% of those in Generation X, 19% of millennials, and 20% of those in Generation Z. 49% of adults also agreed with the statement proclaiming that the Bible contains everything a person needs to know 
to live a meaningful life. Once again, elders were far more likely than their younger counterparts to strongly agree with that statement. The share of elders who strongly agreed with that statement was measured at 44%, followed by 34% of baby boomers, 31% of Gen Xers, 22% of Gen Zers, and 19% of millennials. Well, praise the Lord for his goodness. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank you, Father, for what you are doing in the world, especially bringing this to our attention in Jesus' name that we might present it before you. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall. Father, we all come boldly before your throne of grace asking for your forgiveness for doing the opposite of what you told us to do, just going through all this stuff. We know we need to be aware of what the enemy's doing, but we don't need to rub our noses in it or stick our faces up someplace that shouldn't be, Father. In Jesus' name, you told us to fix our eyes on Jesus. So, Father, please forgive us. You said, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Hmm, what's true? To the devil of anything true to say, he's the father of lies. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Father, we thank you especially for this day. When we remember the sacrifice that your son paid, not just physically. Yes, physically, it's beyond our imagination. <laughs> How many of us would be willing to sit there nailed to a rugged piece of wood with nails to our wrists causing extraordinary pain? We have to push up with nails to our feet to be able to take a breath, Father. Can any of us imagine what that's like, having thorns thrust to our scalp? Blood pouring down everywhere after our back had been ripped open. Other places, our legs been lacerated with the whips, Father God. We thank you, Jesus, for paying the ultimate price. Thank you for filling the prophecy of Father Abraham, who was a prophet, who in your book, Father, in the Word of God, says, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. We thank you that Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us as we receive him. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to as many as drink into one spirit with him, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. We didn't deserve it, Father. We still don't deserve it. He took him who knew no sin to be sin, made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Because of the blood of the covenant, Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace in the moments you give us, Father. Let's get a mercy on this planet, have mercy on the people on this planet, so many people, even the descendants of the believers. They think they have to get to heaven by just doing good deeds. They don't understand why Jesus died on the cross. They don't understand with the price that he paid, Father God, because the churches aren't preaching it, Father God, most of them. Most of them aren't pointing to the fact that Jesus loves us and that you love us, Father, and you love us who just want us to turn away from those thoughts that we've had in the past, those stinking thoughts, the spirits of ungodly thoughts, Father. We ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, 
in all these areas. We pray for all those in authority, not just Governor Abbott in Florida, all those in authority. If you can save Joe Biden's life, I have no idea if you can, Lord, his sons, his daughter, any of those connected related to him. We ask for your divine intervention adjudication. We pray for all those in authority, Father God, even those who are purporting to stand for the truth, maybe a little bit more truth, maybe a lot more truth, variations of truth, but you know each one of our hearts, Father. Every single one of our hearts, Father. Father, we ask you to have mercy. Why? For Christ's sake. But even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than when we receive him. Much more than being now justified by his blood. And that's how we can come boldly before your throne of grace and agreement. We're in Matthew 18, 19. He said, if two of you on earth are going to touch anything, you ask it shall be done. My father is in heaven. Father, I ask you to also help me to be able to get back into the, the chat room, Father God. There seem to be a little attacks coming against this way. Father, we ask you to keep us all hidden under the blood of Jesus, including yours truly and all of us, Father God, and all of our family members. And we thank you, Father, for the divine help and intervention, Father, as we come boldly before your throne of grace with the big brother Jesus because of the blood of the covenant, Father, in Jesus' name. You said in your word in Psalm 107, verse 9, For he satisfied the longing soul. He filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Father, we ask you to cause many, 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 not just in Ukraine, all over the world, to hunger and thirst for righteousness the way you want. We thank you, Father God, for doing so the way you want. And you said in the beginning of Psalm 144, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war, my fingers to fight, my goodness and my fortress, and my high tower, and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me, as uh, David said, Father God. We thank you, Lord. You put the demonic spirits in subjection under us, and we thank you for raising us up together with Christ Jesus. So we come boldly before your throne of grace concerning the situation with the multitudes of, of migrants coming into this nation, invited by what appears to be those uh, puppet masters controlling the Biden regime, Father God. And we know, Father God, there are many, many different things going on in, in Jesus and concerning uh, the Biden regime, apparently the lowest popularity of any president at the, at the moment in a long, long time, Father God, and the vice president had even lower popularity from what we've heard. Father God, Joe Biden did promise to, to, to unite the nation. He seems to be doing it in the most unusual way, Father God, causing many people to say, well, wait a minute. Why do I want to have all my rights taken away? Why do I want uh, to have people uh, uh, shut down the the, the fuel lines? Uh, was it the, the the pipeline early, early on in his administration? Might have been the very first day, long before Ukraine, to start start, start to call fuel fuel price problems, Father God. And Jesus, then your supply and demand is pretty obvious, Father God. Why why are these things going on? So, Father God, we know that you're opening people's eyes. We ask you to wake up the sleeping giant, not just politically. And not just in this nation, but all over the world, Father God. We thank you for all those different truckers from the different nations, including in Europe, in Australia, in Canada. Many people say, well, wait a minute. How about freedom? How about the right to actually have redress of grievances with the governments that were purportedly elected? Whether they were or not, were or not, Lord, you know who's behind the scenes, who's pulling the puppet strings, Father. And we ask you, Father God, deliver all those in harm's way from all. Yes, the Pastor Sabrina so wonderfully prayed, binding all those spirits of mind control and all those spirits cut up that they're attacking so many people, trying to control them with fear in Jesus' name. Because God, 
We thank you. You've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We thank you, Father God, for causing many, many to stand up against the World Health Organization and its puppet masters from China, wherever else they're coming from, trying to get rid of more and more babies, Father God. There's all the plans of the kind of World Economic Forum as well in Jesus' name to have with their particular agenda, which they've been planning for quite some time. We ask you, Father God, that you'll allow people to be able to express their opinions, not just Juanita Broderick, Lord, all those to express their opinions without being clamped down on, Father God. We thank you for bringing things to light, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for uncovering what needs to be uncovered in Jesus' name. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. I ask you to deliver each one, Father, in Jesus' name, including those that have been unjustly attacked, including those from Project Veritas, including those regarding Ashley Biden's diary, however they got it. We know that they didn't steal it. Father God, at least that's been reported. Of course, I don't know all these things, but you know everything, Lord. You know what's going on. We ask you to uncover everything that's going on, Father God, and, and cause many, many, many to hunger and thirst for righteousness, Father God, just like you talk about in Matthew chapter 5, because man does not live by bread alone. Even the Jewish people, <clears throat> when they're getting ready for Passover, which started tonight, Father God, and many of them still honor that. And so they don't have leavened bread. They don't have fluffy white bread. They have matzah. They have some flat bread that doesn't have any yeast in it. What does that signify? Yeast is not terrible in and of itself, just like guns aren't terrible in and of themselves. But it signifies pride. It signifies a puffed-upness. They don't want people to be puffed up. The Lord doesn't want people, his people, to be puffed up, thinking, well, I've got it all figured out. I'm... Father God, we ask you to deliver all those in Jerusalem and every nation, Father God, including those from the so-called settlers that have been heading to offer a sacrifice of an animal, Father God, in the, in the mosque that's built on top of where they believe the temple should have been, Father God, trying to go back to an animal sacrifice, Father God, causing bloodshed. Only two people killed, but more than 150 injured uh, this, this day, Father God, from what I heard. And Father God, we ask you to divine help in heaven. We do pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we ask for your help in adjudication, Father, in Jesus' name. And all these different situations, including causing many people, not just but all the people who truly believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to hunger and thirst for what you want. Because if they're really looking at the Bible, Father God, really looking at your scriptures, they'll find in Zechariah, Things talking about Jesus, about in Zechariah 9 9, Zechariah 12 10, clearly referring to the Messiah and what we've been meditating on over in Isaiah 53, which was written more than 700 years before Jesus came in the flesh. Because Jesus has always been, he knew he had to fulfill the scriptures. And Father God, he said, Not my will, but your will be done. Help us all to be willing to yield to you, Father, because we don't know how long any of us are going to be here. I didn't choose you, Lord. You chose me and ordained me that I should go bring forth fruit. Help us all to be fruitful, Father. We can't do that without your good spirit. We thank you. We pray that we'll all be good dirt. You'll plant your incorruptible seed in us. And if any of our family members have drifted away and have united themselves to the serpent's seed in their stinking thinking or any other way, Father God, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, 
draw multitudes, multitudes, multitudes in the Valley Decision to the Lord Jesus, including the, 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 the Muslims that are up in arms against these settlers coming into Jerusalem, trying to storm into the, into the mosque, what is it called, the Dome of the Rock, I think that's the one, kind of trying to go in there to sacrifice a lamb or something, Father God, because it is Passover. And Father, they're going to want to do it again tomorrow, I heard, Father God. So we ask, Father God, that you send angels to fight and protect all the children, all those in harm's way. And we heard that kind of a about the, the, the Jewish soldiers and the Jewish police standing between the settlers and the Muslims and killing people on both sides, Father God. Kind of even a, a woman with six children, a Muslim woman was killed with six children, Father God. So I ask for your divine help, Father God. Children don't need to be missing their mother, even if their mothers have been deceived by thinking somebody's the God of Abraham and he's not. Kind of a worshiping the false God. We ask you to deliver all the people, the big children, it is the little children from idols, Father God, from every vestige of idolatry, including the, the idol of, of, of worshiping governments or the idol of worshiping, well, my doctor said or, or the FDA said or kind of what the FBI said or any other three-letter agency, the WHO said. We bind every spirit of idolatry and rebellion from the true and living God, Father. We ask you to pour forth of your spirit, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, for Lord Jesus, for raising us up together with Christ Jesus. We thank you for your mercies that are new every day. Cut up with them. From our positions, you didn't have any places in Christ Jesus. You, Satan, and every single one of your underlings are perpetually, continually bound, and all your demonic assignments to steal, kill, and or destroy of none effect, coming against all the descendants of every believer, all the family members of every believer, friends of every believer, neighbors of every believer, and all their children. Children believers are children of unbelievers, the Muslim children, the Jewish children, the Christian children, and the atheist children, and all the children of every cult, including the medical tyranny cult, of, oh, I just got to get a booster. I got to get a jab. Oh, it's going to save my life. The people of idolatry, every spirit of every vestige of idolatry and ungodly mind control are bound and gagged. Every spirit behind control through fear, control through mass psychosis and mass fear are bound in Jesus' name because of the blood of heaven and Satan. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bind you and every one of your underlings in the name of the Lord Jesus who is the Savior, our Savior. We command you, because we're in agreement because, because of the blood of covenant, in Jesus' name, we command you to take every one of your demons of doubt and, belief, doubt and unbelief away from everyone we've interceded for, including those trying to, trying to ram through things accusing Trump supporters like Juanita Broderick, trying to accuse those like Project Veritas that are actually doing what's legal by doing things that are illegal, pretending that, that they're legal. Father God, we thank you for uncovering what's going on. We thank you, Father God, for weight raising up the body of Christ and raising up those that just want to stand for the truth. I want to stand sanity. Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound. We break all the power of the enemy in, in the heavens and the bush and the deep from any power communications to flow to the demons on earth to each and every one we've understated for. Satan, you and every single one of your underlings seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy not just the United States, and not just in Jerusalem, every nation, not just Ukraine, every nation, every area, in Australia, in Austria, in Germany, in Poland, and every area. Well, I understand they want to fly one of the upper-level people of the United States into some place over there to be right over there, so maybe they could get removed from office. Oh, and then they could have, oh, he was such a wonderful president, a wonderful vice president. Oh, my goodness. And a lay in state, great honor, great honor. Father God, we ask you to uh, uncover every spirit 
God, every ungodly spirit and plan and wile and scheme of the enemy, Father God, to cover their tracks, Father God, to cover all the perversion and the nonsense that's going on globally, Father God, in Jesus' name. And all the stuff kind of from the global elite trying to control all the little pinions, all the little minions, all the little, you know, like the, what they game Smurfs. They, they think we're just all little serfs, and they're just like kings and queens. Father God, we ask you to uncover what's planned, Father God, and all the false flags, Father God, whatever false flags they have planned. We bind every one of them. We close every one of their portals. Every, every witchcraft curse sent against each and every one of us return at least seven heads of the demons to do those demons they intend to do to us return to sender. At least sevenfold. Continue repetitions coming against every member of the body of Christ, all those coming into the body of Christ, including all those standing for the truth, including Dr. Artis, who professes to be a Christian, and Jesus, who's come out with a rather bold uh, understanding of where COVID possibly came from in Jesus' name. We ask you to give your children wisdom and discernment. We don't need to be in fear, but we need to be prudent and make the right choices, Father God. Help us all to pray over everything we take partake of, Father God, even as was that NK talked about, about the uh, the nanoparticles and different things. Father, help us all have wisdom and fruits to ask for your guidance of what we should partake of in food and drink, in Jesus' name. And we ask you to sanctify, because you said every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it's received with thanksgiving, for it's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. And I know that really, really works, because I've heard it and I've seen it in my own life, and I thank you for that, Father God. And thank you for giving me ridiculous uh, confidence in you, Father God. At least my family thinks so. When was this twister headed straight for this house? Well, that's what they said it was. And you'll call the news media. Oh, everything went to the basement. What did I do? I sat there at the kitchen table with windows all around me reading the Bible. Why was they doing that? Because you didn't tell me to go to the basement. I thank you, Father, that you give us peace, peace that passes all understanding. I didn't understand it, but it wasn't anywhere near us. The problem wasn't that. Father, so many things I've been concerned about in the past. I've had that generational thing in the past. we all got generational garbage. We ask you to deliver us all from every spirit of stinking thinking, Father God, every spirit of trying to save our own lives. So many people are trying to save their own life, getting a job, and they find out, oh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea after all. But they said it was a good idea, but uh, they didn't really give us all the facts. So, Father God, all the fact checkers aren't always telling the truth. So, Father, got so many things are coming to light, including Hunter Biden's laptop and all the stuff coming to light that they said for so long. Oh, no, that's Russian propaganda. It can't be true. Uh, yeah, it is true. So, Father, we thank you for bringing everything to light and hastening that process, Father God, in Jesus' name. So many things are coming to light, and we give you praise and honor and glory. And all the curses sent against every one of us. You know how to deal with them, Father God. You said in Proverbs 6, 30 and 31, men do not despise a thief. Anybody trying to steal from any one of us? Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. Father, we ask you to hasten your word to perform it. Those trying to steal from the body of Christ, especially in Jesus' name. Trying to steal the children, Father God, from being able to live and take a breath, Father God, with new nonsense from the World Health Organization. We ask you to restore each one of us. I continue to speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy, and they may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us, each and every member of the body of Christ, each member of the body of Christ, continually instantly. We thank you for hiding us under the blood. Even as Pat Holiday told the, the, the witch that switched, and she was so concerned with the people from home were COVID were coming through the mall, and she's walking there with Pat Holiday. And she said, oh, just stay next to me. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because they can't see you. You're under the blood of Jesus now. And as Bill likes to post, cut up a set of code that where is that, Lord? In Job uh, 28, Starting at verse 7, 
We ask you to hasten your word to perform it, Father God, for each and every one of us. You keep us all hidden from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy. So I can get back into the miracle in that chat room. I thank you, Father God, for allowing me to get rid of that VPN. I repent, Father God. If I was not supposed to get a VPN, I thought I was supposed to. It seemed like it was a logical thing to do, but maybe that wasn't a good thing, Father. It's gone now, but I still can't get into the chat room, Father God, at the moment anyway. So, Father, show me what I need to do in Jesus' name. And it is written, there is a path in Job 28.7. There is a path which no foul, no demonic spirit, there is a path which no foul knoweth, which the vulture's eye hath not seen, the lion's wealth hath not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. Jesus, you're that path, the path. You're the way, the truth, and the life. What, the way? There's only one way to heaven. It's because Jesus shed his blood. The way, the truth, without the shedding of blood, is no remission of sins. And the life, the life of the flesh is in the blood, just like Jesus says in the Word of God in Leviticus 17:11. I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. All of us and our families, we think of an atonement for each and every one of us. And you told us to be at peace. You said, in your patience, possess you your souls. So we thank you, Lord. We possess the souls of all that make up our houses and all the descendants of every believer, and we thank you for protecting us and delivering us. Thank you for being a wall of fire round about and the glory in the midst continually. Thank you that when we lie down, we'll not be afraid. Yes, we'll lie down, and our sleep will be sweet. We thank you, Lord. We both lay what lays down in peace and sleep. What does in peace mean? Jesus himself is our peace. We thank you for that blood all over us. Thank you for washing us in your blood. Make, we reckon ourselves dead to fear, dead to the old man, dead to trying to save our own lives. Because you've already saved us. We can't save ourselves. You already did it. You beat us to it. Praise God. But we can still be prudent if you want us to. Ants do, do you, the Bible says, ants do prepare in the summer for the winter, and that's not a bad thing. So, Father, help us to be prudent. People do plant seeds in the summer uh, or in the spring and think, get a harvest. So, Father, God, help us to know how to do that. Some of us are not farmers, but maybe we need to learn how to plant a few things, not just a few nice little things, Father God. People do like to eat fresh fruits and vegetables, so Father, we thank you for giving Sabrina an orange tree, and we thank you for giving us a, a tree here as well. Not an orange tree, but we thank you, Lord, the meat of the tree, for the, the meat of the tree for a man's life. And Jesus hung on that tree for us to give us his flesh. He says, my flesh is meat indeed, in John chapter 6. My flesh is meat indeed. We thank you for the privilege of being a partaker of the divine nature. We thank you for the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for being one with you. And together with God, nothing shall be impossible because you'll never leave us or forsake us. You have plans for our peace and not for evil to give us an expected end. Thank you that you're with all of us always so we can look into your eyes and you say, Hey, I'm here for you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I've got plans for your peace and not for evil. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to remind us of what Jesus said and to guide us into all truth so we don't have to do it all. Thank you, Father. All you've already done and what you're going to do because it's not over till you send your son to and be mighty surprised when you hear the trumpet sound. I heard a new day. 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 I heard a new day